Hey, welcome to the Atomic Weight of Cheese with your hosts, Mike Bakovin, Chad Planbeck, and Steph Romanski. In January of last year, that Biden would have, uh, that, that 538 would have Biden at 89% chance. Okay. That's pretty impressive. They've yeah. got it laid out state by state. They've got the polls, which are aggregate polls, which are yeah. good polls, bad polls, all sorts yeah. of polls aggregated into one. So this is like the giant screaming voice of polls. And they're all laid out <laughs> and they're all saying Biden yeah. is going well, to win probably by 350. Yeah. And not to know? get like too conspiratorial, uh-huh. but I don't know if, if certain factors or sections are going to let him win. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing that's going to be hilarious is this is going to come out and we'll all be done with it and it won't matter. Yeah. You know, like the fever, so. will, the fever will have broken by the time yeah. this airs. So, yeah. Well, yeah, because I've read some article too and it was like, it was some guy, or not, it wasn't an article. It was, I can't remember what it was. It was some guy I follow and he said he was doing some PT and he was talking to some 70 year old doctor mm-hmm. who was sort of moonlighting. And he agreed that Trump was a scumbag, mm-hmm. but he's going to vote for him anyway. Yeah. Just, you know, just because of his identity, he's because he's pro-life and it went on mm-hmm. and on and on mm-hmm. about why mm-hmm. he's going to. And it's, it's like, God, there's so much more to it than that, you know, and it's like they just focus on like one little stupid thing. And now they're running the buses off the road and it's like, yeah, what? It's called the wedge issue. Ugh, yeah. This makes me tired. It makes my head hurt. And you can cut like 90 percent. I know. Out, no, no, <laughs> No, just go it's fine no it's fine i said yeah it's like i i i said i'm at the voice kind of gonna step back and kind of watch it all burn no nope, so i don't have that luxury so because i'm gonna be one of the ones on fire yeah <laughs> and my kids are being corporeal and putting themselves <laughs> in the process and if men with guns show up to the election polling place then my kid is the one saying please put those guns away yeah I'm burning, dude. Yeah. If yeah. if it catches fire, I burn. Yeah. And fuck. Yeah. Fuck! You yeah. know? Yeah. No. So, welcome to the Atomic Way to Cheese, where real life is called cinema, called cinema's real life. I'm Mike. I'm stuck. <laughs> so, I kind of hope I get to punch a Trumper in the face. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah. It'll all be done by the time you hear this. And by the way, we got something kind of amazing to talk about. <laughs> By way of transition. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. No. Okay. So uh, at the time of this recording, and we should probably put this one out sooner rather than later. Yeah, this will be the next one. Out. Yeah. Okay. Um, the Mandalorian season two has started. And, hey! Oh man. Yes. And uh, we have all watched the first episode. Yes. And it was good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's real. Good. And so, so what I think we'll do in this podcast let's is, call slight spoilers. Yo, yeah. Oh, I say we spoil. Okay, yeah. We, yeah. I suggest the first episode. By the time this comes out, the second yeah. episode, people will have watched. I hope so. I said, yeah. Just in case you haven't seen it yet, just spoilers. This is yep. going to be a very spoilery episode of one of one episode yeah. of the season two of the Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's going to be the jumping off point toward the larger talk of. Of uh, Star Wars in general, what I know, we want to see was, from the series, you know, all the it rest was of it. really funny because when I watched it, and this is like at three in the morning, and I immediately wanted to text you guys, and it's like, <laughs> holy shit, they made Boba Fett cool again! I know, I know. <laughs> How did that happen? How was that possible? After George Lucas did his best to murder the character. Oh my god, I, I, I actually have that in my notes that, you know, he was sort of cool until George Lucas ruined him. Yeah. In the special edition. Oh, oh, you think this is cool? Okay, let's do this. <laughs> yeah, I just, I was like, I wish someone with better technical skills than me could take the scene of from Jedi where Boba Fett's uh, rocket pack gets whacked and it's malfunctioning and he's flying yeah. across the sky going, blah! And I wish someone would do a special special edition and basically every scene in the background, blah! 
<laughs> flying across and crashing into something. And I thought that would be perfect. That would be the best. So we'll so. get into that in a second. But real quick, I want to start backing up just a little bit. We'll talk Mandalorian Season 1. I think we were all pretty much on that train. I was, oh, yeah. I was extremely high on it up until they decided to lightsaber the last scene. And that was the, the cliffhanger. And then I'm like... Pfft. I don't care. Yeah. I never want to see a Jedi ever again. Yeah, it's it's a little bit uh, a little fandom menace or fandom menace there. Um yeah, like you were talking about uh I think when we talked about last Jedi, you were saying how like Ryan Johnson it felt like he was taking all of his toys and playing Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I never got that vibe from the last Jedi, but holy Jesus, do I get that from the Mandalorian. Yeah. Cuz to me it's like there's so, there's so many stories to tell in this galaxy far far away. You know, kind of maybe leave some of that other stuff out of it that we like we've got ad nauseum already. Yeah, can I go off on tangent real quick? Sure. Okay, Ryan Johnson. I have discovered something about his work. It's all extremely specific for no reason. <laughs> There's no think, think about it. Okay, he so, does tend to get caught up in the minutia a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so Knives Out. I love Knives Out. Yeah. I thought it was a lot of fun. Uh, why did Daniel Craig have that accent? Because he was, wanted to. Because it was funny. Because it was. He funny. wanted to sound like Rooster Cogburn. Okay. Great. Was there a reason for that? <laughs> no. Okay. Daniel Craig wanted to. <laughs> Great. That's my point. Extremely specific for no reason. Why did? Why Jeff did, Bridges or John Wayne? <laughs> yeah. Why did? Why did Luke drink the blue milk out of the teat of that freaking thing? In Last Jedi. Because he wanted to. Because he wanted. Why in? You know, we could go back to Looper. You know, we could go back to some of his other stuff. It just, he's very specific for no reason. Okay, that's my Ryan Johnson rant. I'm done. <laughs> Back to Mandalorian season one. <laughs> usually, I'm just saying, usually when you're that specific, you have a reason for it. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, okay, but I'm going to go off on a tangent here. Okay, I just, I just watched Easy A for like the millionth time. Sure, and the, uh, um, what's her name? Emma Stone. Movie. Emma Stone, yeah. yeah. Brilliant movie. Anyway. I was reading the trivia, and in the trivia, it said that the director put an orange in almost every scene, like a fruit, you know, the orange or a pile of oranges. No reason, just for artistic purposes, but I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get it with that movie. What yeah. do orange? I I don't. Why do directors do this? Sh- I don't know. Shit. It's like Shane Black. He always has some Christmas always shows up in Shane Black movies. And, and yeah, it doesn't make any sense yeah. to be honest. No, I, mean, I don't get so it. So many. I it's, mean, it's not necessarily distracting in the movie. It's just one of these things. Well, like, it is oh, now. That's his thing. Well, yeah, it is now because now I watched the rest of the movie after I read that, looking for the orange in there. <laughs> yeah. You know. Well, yeah. Well, like on another tangent. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, wrote up Valley of Guanji here recently. Yeah. yeah. And it's one of these things. Like sometimes it doesn't pay to dig because I found out like the sound effect for the dinosaur was basically a belching camel. <laughs> and now I can't watch that movie without just like picturing some camel with his tongue. Yeah, around. it's Blah, tricky it's like, when oh. I, to look at the trivia. Yeah. Let me tell you, this is why you come to the Atomic Weight of Tea. <laughs> burping camel. You ever watch Valley of the Guanji? The giant monster sound was Sounds a like a burping camel. camel. <laughs> so, that's awesome. So, okay, uh, real quick. So that was my, my take on Mandalorian Season 1. Really liked it. You guys... Loved it. Loved oh, yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Own lots of Baby Yoda merchandise. <laughs> I, I just uh, I just really hope that they don't get caught up in the Jedi thing, which it kind of looks like they're going to... Anyway, part of the reason I love Mandalorian Season 1 is 
it was not even trying to hide that basically uh, John Favreau re uh, read a bunch of Louis L'Amour novels and then said, "Okay, Star Wars." Sure, <laughs> you know sure. that really is a lot, that, of, a lot of Elmore Leonard. A lot too, of yeah. Elmore Leonard, and yeah. I got to thinking about that, and I'm like, "Wait, that's exactly what George Lucas did." Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, it's yeah. like look at Japanese influence. I mean, that's Lone Wolf and Cub. Yeah, I mean, come on. The baby, your baby card of the river sticks. Mm -hmm. You know, it's that's what it is. Yeah, and, just and, taking a bunch of different influences and mashing them yeah. together into a ball and putting wampas in it, and then your Star Wars. And yeah. it's like that's great. I am there for this. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I, I will like say, um, like the uh, when it first started, you know, mm -hmm. and it, of course the it starts out. He's on the, I don't know, some planet. He's looking for information. He goes in the fights. Yeah, and but then after that, he oh, finds, we're in season two now. We're season. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, we're, we're going into season two. And he gets in after <laughs> a pretty. You see the Gamorrean guards brawling in the in the in the boxing ring or whatever. And Which then, I like. uh, and uh, who was it? John Leguizamo played yeah, the one-eyed alien. He did. Okay. Did he really? Yes, he was the voice of it. I guess <gasps> I don't know if he was actually in the costume or whatever, but. Uh -huh. So after the big fight, which is pretty funny, because when Baby Yoda realizes the shit's about to go down, he hits his little button. <laughs> yep. He nopes right <laughs> out of there. <laughs> he pods up, and uh, but then it's like he's like looking for more Mandalorians, and he says, "You got to go to Tatooine." It's like, ah, we're gonna go to Tatooine again? Not again. You know, not again. But then it, when we got there, it's like, ooh, very so, different Tatooine. Yeah, yeah. So well, that was cool because I got to share a little lore with Shannon with. She didn't know that, like, Maz Eisley and all that stuff. So I was telling her about the name of the, the cities on Tatooine mm -hmm. from the early... I was trying to relate it back to Star Wars for her, because she's not really yep. huge mm -hmm. Star Wars fan. So that was fun. Yeah. Yep. So my point is, it's like, so you take all these influences and mash them into a ball and put Star Wars on it. It ain't that hard. Right. You know, it's like you could do this with a bunch of different different stories. You can go a million different places. It ain't that hard. You know what you don't need to do? Bring Emperor Palpatine back. That's what you don't need to do. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you said, yeah. And it's it's Favreau's show, and he's in charge, and I think he's making the decisions, right? Yes. rightfully so. And, uh, and I think after the first season, he's probably earned that because I mm -hmm. think he sort of, for better for worse brought the franchise back from the brink mm -hmm. you know because uh, this rise of skywalker is oh, well, Jesus I, Christ. I, th I think what's awesome about rise of skywalker is that everyone agrees it sucks and yeah. everyone mm -hmm. has kind of made the tacit internal agreement and it's not it's just like, not going to talk yeah as like i said sucks i don't know it's just it's not very good and it's not well thought out yeah so it took a bunch of good stuff and kind of pissed it down its leg right and uh but that's my point. It's like Star Wars isn't that hard, man. Yeah. You know, you don't need to. Yeah, that's why don't... I just, I sort of cling to The Force Awakens and pretend the rest of it didn't happen. Yeah. I don't care how you feel about the other, or the second movie. I don't care. It's like, nope, didn't happen. Mm -hmm. and so. But, yeah. So, anyway, Mandalorian, between that and Rogue One, yeah. it just reinforces my thoughts. It's like, I never want to hear the name Skywalker again. Right. I never want to see a lightsaber again. Yeah. I never want to see anyone lift anything with the force again. Yeah. I want to see weird stuff on different planets and a yeah. bunch of different stories. And if you want to tie it back into the mythology, if you want to bring Boba Fett in, which we're going to talk about here in a minute, sure. fine. Go ahead and do that for the people who absolutely need it. But just go get weird, man. Yeah. Gamorrean guards boxing in a ring with yeah, axes. With axes. <laughs> with laser so axes. Laser axes. <laughs> yes. Bring, that, bring me that. That's what yeah. I want out of star wars yeah anyway <laughs> so you want to recap the first episode of uh, season two real quick uh well you know we could all pitch in here um so he goes back to tatooine and we see the gal who runs the 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 machine shop again 
and they try to figure <laughs> out was it Moss S? What what Moss are they looking for? Not Moss S. I can't remember the name of the town. Okay, but yeah, anyway, that is uh, Amy Sedaris. By Amy the way, Sedaris, yeah, who is was in Strangers yeah. with Candy, which I loved right. when I was younger. Right. And so it's like this uh, a lost town because no no one's really heard from it for a while. But they sort of he sort of knows where it is. And he borrows a speeder bike and off he goes. And we talked about this a little bit before, but when mm-hmm. he's first rolling into town, the first thing that popped in my brain, it's like, wow, Grabway territory. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I just, I don't know why that immediately sprung to mind. It's like, it's like tremors, you know, and it's mm-hmm. like, it was with all the sand and everything. And uh, of course he gets to this ghost town and, or this, this, and he goes into the bar and he starts talking to the, the weak way. Which I recognize from Jedi because I'm a nerd. Yep, yep. Or a weak way, not the weak way. Well, it's a species. Ah! Anyway. <laughs> was that the same thing Bib Fortuna was? No. Or is that the, different thing? Uh, Bib Fortuna guy showed up earlier at the boxing ring. Oh, okay. Who let All him right. in. Who you know, like he got the password to get into the match. That was a Bib Fortuna right. guy. Okay. Right. Because yeah, that's what they say. They finally figured out that, you know, you get the action figure and it's like, that's the only one. It's like, no, that's a species. There are millions Right. Of like Greedos. There's, a, there's yeah. more than one Wookiee. Right. There's yeah. more than one Wookiee. There's millions of Greedos. As there's... the Star Wars holiday special taught us. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Never <laughs> mention that again. Right. It introduced Boba Fett. Just saying. Like Lego? They're doing a Lego Star Wars holiday special. Oh, I think I did see that. Anyway, sorry. No. I did see that. Bring so, it. So, yeah. So, so he rolls up into town. And uh, uh, at that point, uh, so he goes to get a drink at the bar. He's looking for another Mandalorian. And who should walk in but Boba Fett? Ask the Marshal. He's got to ask the Marshal. Yeah. And okay, and then here comes the Marshal. And it's clearly some dude wearing Boba Fett's armor. Yeah. It's clearly not Boba Fett because the armor doesn't fit right. Right. Dude is a skinny looking dude. Yep. Gonna I buy know him a that drink. outline. Yeah, yeah, gonna buy him a drink. By the way, uh, uh, another little nerd bit, he orders Spotchka. Yeah. <laughs> which was awfully close to Scotchka, which I'm not going to uh, <laughs> to get too much into, yeah. but is the wonderful combination of Scotch and vodka, pioneered by Tommy Wasau in the room. <laughs> he orders Spotchka, so, takes off his helmet to drink it. Which is, he... as we're learning, is a big no-no in Mandalorian culture. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. look on... Well, I was going to say the look on Mando's face, but, the, you know, you could just tell he was like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? Right. Yeah. Another great, Pedro Pascal is an underrated yeah. you know, oh, part of the show. He's fantastic. Great, yeah. His, his performance is so subtle and it's so great. Yep. But takes off the helmet and underneath is Timothy Oliphant himself. <laughs> oh, Raylan the Gibbons. <laughs> when, did anyone else just kind of lose it when he was like throwing out uh bits of southern fried wisdom but in star wars speed. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. the one that killed me was uh well i guess the dual sun shine on a wamp rat's tail once a day yeah. <laughs> it was actually like the, <laughs> the most hysterical thing too is like the the, the guy playing the weak way at the bar yeah that was w earl brown who, played, who was in deadwood with Oh, really? it way back. he was like one of uh ian mcshane's henchmen oh that's awesome oh, man that's cool <laughs> Uh, John Favreau, you magnificent, you conceptual bastard. <laughs> I know. And so, and so they're like going to have a shootout, and it's like, oh, don't kill Raylan, you know. And uh, yeah, I thought he was he was yeah. do- doomed for most of the thing, but and yeah. then it turns out 
I was right on the call of Graboids. Sort of. <laughs> sort of. Because yeah. they're about to have an old school uh, drawdown in the middle of the bar yep. because uh, uh, fight over the armor and they're yep. about to draw when all of a sudden the earth starts quaking. They stick their head out the door and a giant sandworm rumbles yeah. by. Yeah. And as they said, it was like just old school Star Wars nerddom like you were talking about. It's like, oh my God, it's a great dragon. Yep. You know, and sure enough, that's what it was. Okay, one of the things I'm going to toss out that I loved about this episode and about The Mandalorian that the movies, the, the most recent three movies, completely avoided was... That don't have J.J. Abrams, yeah, every the, little fingerprints all exactly, over Exactly. Okay. Is all the weird, gross stuff that the first three movies did so exceptionally well. Okay. I mean, like, when the Rancor came out, not only was it drooling and there were piles of bones anywhere, but when it died, you got the owner crying for, like, a good five yeah. seconds. <laughs> Weird stuff, right? Yeah. So here you have this giant sandworm that's doing all these things, and, oh, yeah, it can spit acid that'll melt sand people. Yeah. And it does. Yeah. And it's like, this is what I want my Star Wars yeah. to be. And Give what me it do? weird, it, it, gross stuff. And it rumbles <laughs> through town, and it eats a bantha. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I felt so bad for that thing. I know. Because... I guess we forgot to establish it because on his way to this desert community, he stops and has a powwow with the sand people. Yeah. Because apparently he can speak Tuscan Raider yeah. or whatever. And so, but yeah, so the Java gets, the uh, the, the Bantha gets eaten. Mm -hmm. And then uh, uh, Oliphant Raylan uh, basically makes a deal <laughs> with the Mandalorian. It's like, you help me kill that thing, I'll, I'll give, give you the, the armor. armor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But but to, to reinforce my point real quick, so... Would you say Han Solo cutting open the Tauntaun and st sticking Luke inside is maybe of the top five Star Wars scenes ever? Maybe top ten? Definitely memorable. Definitely yeah. memorable, right? Sure. And would that would George Lucas have ever had the guts to do something like that? Would would twentieth or would would whoever does you know uh, uh, Star Wars now would Kathleen Kennedy ever do something that weird and gross? No, but John Favreau would do something that weird <laughs> sure. and gross, which is sure. what I love about it. Anyway, yeah. that all right, I'm yeah. closing yeah. out that thought process. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, so uh, the thing is, kill the sandworm, get the armor. Right. Baby Yoda is kind of just along for the ride. Uh, As usual. This, which is fine. Sure, yeah. Uh, yeah, there wasn't... Baby Yoda didn't have much to do in this one. Which is fine, though. One cute. of the things I loved about it yeah. was, at one point, he's on a speeder, he's backlit, and you can see the hairs on his yeah. ears flapping because it's <laughs> yeah. a practical effect. And like, oh, a little puppy with so his much. head stuck out the window. You know, it was real pretty great. <laughs> he's just like, Whee! Yeah. yeah. So, so they're going to go see where the sandworm or the crate dragon lives. And it's an yeah. old Sarlacc pit. Right. And Great so, line. Oh, what, what, what was the line? It's like, I've never known a Sarlacc pit to be empty or whatever. And yeah. Like, Until now. Yeah. It is if you yeah. eat the Sarlacc. Right. <laughs> and, uh, and, of course, we get a little backstory about how uh, uh, the Oliphant got the armor. Mm -hmm. Where he was, like, there's some mining consortium that's trying to take over their town. And he escaped. And he was rescued by Jawas. And... They, he found the he traded some power crystals or some nonsense yeah. for the for the armor that was in the crawler, and so we find out that you know at that point you know Boba Fett has basically been was digested by the Sarlacc pit and they were able to retrieve the armor but or what? something yeah yeah mm -hmm. we'll get to that mm -hmm. and uh, and so so <laughs> so yeah and this thing is like kaiju size yeah it is huge yep and so okay but go ahead. when no I'll I'll wait till you get to the fight <laughs> okay. And so, so they, yeah. they broker a deal in complete Western, old Western fashion. Yeah. The Indians don't want to work with the people in the town. The right. town don't want to work with the Indians. Yeah. And the, the big old sheriff or the hero has to reconcile the two groups, which he yeah. does yeah. in grand fashion. Brings yeah. them together and yeah, says, I just, you I've have worked, to work together. And I, they do. I volunteered your town. Yeah. <laughs> 
to come to, to come kill the dragon. Yeah, and then the townspeople are like, they're savages. We can't yeah. do that. At one point, they said they're savages. I'm like, oh yeah. my god, are you just lifting straight yeah. from the western? Well, that's really funny too because they're like, he's talking about the sand people too, and it's like. They've uh, traced its pattern for over 3,000 years and while one of them's down staking out a bantha. Because basically if you keep it fed and, and, and satiated, right, like right. it won't attack. And then the thing comes out and it doesn't eat the bantha, but it eats the guy. <laughs> Frantically running away. Right. right. <laughs> that was very funny. Because I said they're, they're sort of like, because like, uh, before, you know, you really hardly saw the bantha. We kind of get up close and personal with a couple of them. And what Getting it, their teeth brushed. Right. And, and what, like... it, what it brought to mind to me, it's like, it's a buffalo. And then I started thinking, oh, it's like Appa. From yeah, last from Avatar. Yeah, it's like I said. So where all these banthas are getting munched through this yeah. whole show. I was like, oh, come oh, on! No, no, no. They got the big stupid mouths, and they're so yeah. cute. Yeah. yeah, that's why I say. It's like I'm trying to figure out the biology of this thing because, like, you're on a desert planet, and it's like, why all the fur? <laughs> I understand it gets cold at night or whatever, but it's like, why evolution? It's like this yeah. doesn't make sense. But... Well, I kept thinking about like, how are they raised? How are they? You know, do they have like little yeah. herds where you know they have the yeah. seasons? Can and I tell you the and... awesome thing that you're both doing? You're doing the thing that made Star Wars great in the first place. Oh, sure, yeah. You're, you're, you're thinking about the wider exactly. universe. Exactly. You're yeah. you're taking your brain to the wider universe, which is exactly why Star Wars worked <laughs> and what George Lucas and Kathleen Kennedy never understood. Okay, yeah. I'm done. <laughs> or abandoned. Or abandoned. Exactly. Basically, yeah. Exactly. yeah. Star Wars. Just, it ain't that hard. Right. Abandon it for the the uh, the um. What's the word I'm looking for here? Fan service. Not not well, not just fan service is some of it, but for the convenience of computer graphics. Sure, sure. Oh, you know yeah. that kind of thing. So, um, so yeah, so so yeah, they set up the big battle, and then the big battle commences, and it does not go well. Nope, everyone, almost <laughs> everyone gets eaten. They lose at least or 50% of barfed their barfed on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're like, hey, did you know I could do this? <laughs> the whole plan was they've got a trench full of explosives, and if it would roll over it enough, they would yeah. be able to hit it and yeah. blow it up, but that didn't work. That doesn't work. <laughs> no. And so at one point, man, the Mandalorian just goes, I'm going to fly up there and punch it. Come yeah. with me. And yeah. he does, and they start shooting at it. And they nothing really... there. Oh, yeah. And then also, like, you're talking about playing with the action figures. Yeah. Of course they have to do the rocket-firing Boba yep. Fett. yep. And the elephant's got his little targeting thing, and you can hear the tone that you yeah, heard in like yeah. in, the, in the in the trench, you know. Like, and then he fires the missile at the thing, uh, but all he does is just bow. I know, <laughs> so great. Yeah, they get it. Just giggling through the whole thing, and then at one point, just because enough banthas haven't been eaten, the yeah. mother loads up one of them with grenades, yeah. and then hugs onto it as they both get eaten. <laughs> And then there's and like a good 20 seconds where nothing happens and everyone's looking around and then kablooey! Yeah. <laughs> well, I was surprised to see... Sorry, I saw it was uh, during the whole battle and everything that it just... They're like, where to go, where to go? And it pops up the top of the mountain. It's just yeah. like, I didn't know I could do that either. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> things fast for something that big. <laughs> and, uh, of course, when it gets all gooey at the end and they're digging around and it, it's that a pearl that they yeah, found? Yeah, see, again, weird gross stuff that yeah. I loved. So the, the deal they struck with the Tusken Raiders was if they will help if they get to keep the carcass, which yeah. I thought was very character-specific yeah. and great. Yeah. And so after it's blown up and the Mandalorian yeah. and everyone kind of like, yeah, we and did it. And a semi-brokered peace between the townspeople and the Raiders. It's like, we won't right. screw with you if you don't screw with us and vice mm -hmm. versa. Right. The Raiders are sifting through the guts of this giant worm and yeah. come across this gore-covered pearl and yeah. hold it up and go, that's the end of their character yeah. story. And it is yeah. awesome. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, there's, except we're kind of glossing over some shit, like I said earlier yeah. in that scene where 
like the little lizard creatures come out and they think they're going to shoot him but then the man is like no and then he, and then he starts they're doing, like dogs he yeah. starts belching and sign languaging and he's talking to the sand people and it's like that's great yep <laughs> and so. uh, everything goes well and then the big reveal at the end we're, we're we'll first uh, uh timothy oliphant and the mandalorian shake hands say i hope our he surrenders path... the armor yep i like he said he would said i hope our paths cross again soon i hope they do too yep. because timothy oliphant is a is way too is good to be in this world <laughs> He's, he, he's so pretty. The, yeah. the fact that at one point he was going, uh, what was it? Because it all started after the Death Star blow up. The second one, I mean. I'm like, oh my God, you're <laughs> too good an actor to be reading this garbage. That's what I'm saying. I love that dude. It's like, God, I miss Justified. Exactly, you know? exactly. Mm. But after that, uh, we get the reveal as the Mandalorian and Baby Yoda, we take their speeder and head off into the sunset that they are being watched by Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Who now, is without his armor. I have a question for you. Okay. Do you think that was just fandom service, or do you think this season might involve like some sort of redemption for that character? To be Her honest Boba. with you, at this point, bring it because what are they going to do? Screw up Boba Fett? That's already again, been done <laughs> again. Is exactly. it Boba Fett though? I mean, I mean, I know it says it in the credits and everything, mm -hmm. but could he just be a clone, one of the clones? I because. <sighs> Is was that a, a stupid a, question? No, 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 not at all. Because again, you got to get to what the hell Lucas was getting into in the, mm -hmm. in the prequels. Mm -hmm. If I'm remembering this right, because I've only seen those all once in the theater. Oh, I've seen them many times. I would yeah. love to see you hit them up again. I I'll lend you the DVDs. No, I would love for this no, right now. This would be awesome. Not going to happen, <laughs> especially on the first one. And yeah, if I remember right, it was. You also like, don't have the balls. No. <laughs> 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 Fucking thing. <laughs> Uh, yo, I step and poop again. Oh, no. Oh, no. Annie. Little Annie. Oh, no. Yeah, you want to watch that again? Really? No, I don't. You go right ahead. I don't. Uh, <laughs> Once was It was... They cloned him, so it's all the clones are the same guy. Right. Except for... And they based it on what? Django Fett? Django Fett, yeah. Django Fett. And it's the same actor who played right. Django. Right. But then he also wanted a clone kid. Which was Boba Fett, right? Correct. Am I, am I remembering Correct. this right? You are remembering this correctly. Mm -hmm. Okay, so he could raise him on his own. Right. Which he did because, right. as Patton Oswalt so uh, so epically said, so, he's a little boy and he's sad. He's sad. <laughs> and he saw his dad get his head chopped off. Yep. So anyway, yeah, I think that is Boba Fett because he was a clone of his, quote, dad. Yeah. So... Yeah, I guess he would look like him as he when he grew up. So he survived the Sarlacc pit. I'm guessing so. And it's one of these things. It's like, was he a disgraced Mandalorian? So he gave up the armor and that's a good. And question. he's in exile, and so and and is I don't know. I mean, again, it's just one of these things. It's like because if if that's the case, then I like it. But if it's just stupid fan service, then I hate it. See, I could see a, a pretty fantastic redemptive moment of him putting the mask back on. See, that's what I mean. Is yeah. this is, is, is this going to be like one of the, the B plots to this whole thing of him getting his armor back on? I like it a lot better than... Which would Jake. be nice, because like I said, it'd be nice. Like I said, I, I freaked out at the beginning. It's like, yeah. holy shit, they made Boba Fett cool again. Yeah, I, I would like that a lot better than... Um, Mandalorian I felt like trying such a fanboy. Yeah, yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah. No, you're fine. The Mandalorian trying to find the freaking Jedi. Yeah. I would be perfectly happy if that plot were to go away forever, but I don't yeah. think it is. 
Well, not, we not necessarily, her... but just trying to get Yoda back to, the, or not Yoda. Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. Yeah. Back to the, the to, child. To the, to the Yodians. Yeah, because we still have Giancarlo Esposito and a stupid black lightsaber walking around. Yeah. So. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Or whatever the hell that thing was. Because isn't that the A-plot? Because he's walking around with a stupid uh, black lightsaber. No, I thought the A-plot was getting the child back to its... Well, while Werner Herzog and Giancarlo Esposito uh, hunt hunt Baby Yoda. Yeah. yeah. I guess. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I, said, I don't know, but I'll tune in to find out. Did did uh, did Werner Herzog die? Yes. Ah, last... oh, shoot. Yes, he's this, dead. This is most disappointing. Yes. <laughs> he did. I, when I look into the Bantha's eyes, I do not see intelligence. <laughs> I know. So he's like, so I was like, I got this thing. It's like, oh, this is gonna be like Magnificent Seven. And he's gonna like as he's gonna pick up people as he goes. And so you got the Oliphant and who knows what else. And by the end, it's you know. <laughs> Well, didn't they do the Magnificent Seven last season? Well, yeah, the, sort of. Yeah, sort of. So, hell, do it again. It's fun. Yeah. It's like, and they're going to do the searchers at some point if they haven't already. Sure, and, sure. you know, yeah, they'll just run through every single Western, and I am here for it. Yeah, like I said, no, I'll tune in. <laughs> so, okay. Um, so, two, two things about, uh, two things I want to go real quick roundtable about is, uh, um, first off, just kind of general Mandalorian, like, so you're you're there for it is like the yes. question I want to oh, answer. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And second, where does Star Wars go then if if the Mandalorian is the template? Like, because we're done with those J.J. Abrams movies, right? We're done with them. They're still searching around for what their movies are going to be. Yeah. You still have like rumors of the Game of Thrones guys doing some, or Ryan Johnson doing more, or all these different things. Man, just I I want to see a Star Wars horror movie. I want to see a Star Wars. Um, uh, you know, I just want to see him get weird and specific yeah. and goofy and gross well, and all if, the things the original trilogy was. If I was Disney right now, mm-hmm. I would continue to go small. Yeah, like with the Mandalorian, either do a series on certain things, you know, and uh, try to expand your IP. Because right now the IP is pretty damn limited if you think about it. I agree. And so I said expand that universe and tell some stories. And I said I'll watch six episodes just on Jawa Scrounger Junk because I think those things are funny. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so <laughs> I would do that too. Yeah. I would watch six episodes and, of Jawa TV. Right. Right. But and if so they, I said, no, yeah, yeah, so we've seen the Jawas, we're seeing the Tuscan Raiders again, which is great. But it's when he says to it, it's like, I'm sure there's some other species out there that would be just as interesting. Yep, I agree. Let's go visit them. Yeah. Do you know? Because I saw the like in the previous, like an ice planet. It's like, shit, now they're going to go to Hoth. It's like, come yeah. on. Yep. Do you know what I would love to do? What I would love to see him do movie wise is just find actors who are like awesome for Star Wars, like Timothy Oliphant, right? Sure. You know, and then plug them into single either single stories or if you absolutely need to make trilogies out of them you don't have to but if no, you absolutely so. need to go ahead and do that but like how cool would it be you know first off the mandalorian is super diverse which i love yep. okay i mean i love that there's diversity in it so how cool would it be to see you know like a tales from java's palace anthology how cool would it be to, to like sure. take some of those some of those single serving books and like turn, you know, make yeah. great stuff out of them or just stuff that's like that. You know, it's, it's, there's so many places you can go right. with that. Don't have a lightsaber. You know, yeah. jammed up its ass. Well, it's one of these things you, you kind of do that to kind of keep the fans, the fandom. I refer to them as the fandom menace. Yeah. And, um, yeah. and, and, and it's that they're part of the problem. And um, so you can kind of do some of that to keep them happy. While again, while also exploring other corners of the galaxy that we haven't quite seen yet. Yep. So yeah, no, I'm 
I said, as far, if I was them, I'd keep it small for a while. And then, you know, two, three, four years even down the road, then maybe come back with another movie. Yep. And I remembered the other thing. Okay, so let's say you are John Favreau and Kathleen Kennedy comes to you and says, do you want, uh, Daisy Ridley can be in your show. Do you want that? Or, you know, something like that. Or it's like, we could tie it out, or we could give you, you know, <sighs> Something like that. Would, would would you take it? Would yeah, you need to tie it in? Time frame wouldn't quite work on that. I don't sure, think. sure. Right. But right. no, I understand what you're saying. But but yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. Or like I said we need to get we need to get a cameo by I don't know Wedge Antilles or something yeah. you know something like that. Well, and so I don't know. Well, Tim and I had a whole, we had to pause the Mandalorian to talk about the setting of the Mandalorian when it's set in the Star Wars timeline because we forgotten because it's right after jedi right it's five years after jedi so we then had to like think about how like after the second death star blew up yeah (laughs) (laughs) how you know at this point so luke skywalker is making his uh jedi school for the damned right yeah right and god damn it (laughs) sorry Uh, anyways continue but but i was just trying to like now i'm already thinking about it again like Yoda is dead now, the actual Yoda. Right. And so is no Luke's not Luke's not because this is where he disappears right, right. after right. the after that. Han Solo is out there fighting with the Yeah, Han uh, is still alive, Luke or yeah. Leia yep. is still alive, yep. Luke, all those guys. So that Turns has, out the Emperor's not dead. Yeah. <laughs> God, those movies. But it really it, it helped to talk about where other people are in the Star Wars universe. Sure. Yeah. To to verse yeah. to yeah. um get our bearings i guess so yeah. to speak i have created a million billion ships here they are poof you know, <laughs> god i hate that movie. okay <laughs> a million million rise, ships we can't fight the, them yes we can if we band together in the rise of the new order that kind of yeah. crap so yep. like oh no yeah i'm an, i'm done with the nazi yeah yeah this just just let do a whole uh, series or or even a movie on um What's her name? Ma- Lupita Nyong'o played. Oh yeah, 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 that would be fun. Would yeah, her origin story or her just her shenanigans that yeah. she gets up yeah, to. Yeah, she showed up. That would be well. Maz Katata, Kanata, kind of something. Maz, Maz. Yeah, yeah, something. Some. Yeah. All right. So yeah, you're on her little cantina. That would be yeah. Fun. Yeah, yeah. So. I th- I think we reserve the right when the Mandalorian season two is over to come back and just kind of recap some of the highlights. Oh, oh sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. We are going to watch. The no, I love geeking show. out, geeking yeah. out about this show. I yeah. really do. It's well, like you and, said, it makes me feel like I'm like twelve again. I love yeah. it. <laughs> well, and here at this point too, it's like Disney Plus is finally because I'm paying you know nine ninety nine a month for nothing. Right. right now, you know, it would be nice because they're going to release the uh, um. A WandaVision's coming. Yeah, WandaVision's before twenty twenty one, so that's right. in the next two months. Right. Which will be great. Um. Uh. Uh, they wrapped. I think they wrapped uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon, didn't they? Fine. I know that was under some delays because of the hurricane and then COVID. I know. Yeah. Because that they, was supposed to come first. They shut then... it down, but they picked it back up. Okay. And there's all sorts of rumors that Loki is shooting, and that what was the other one? Uh, Hawkeye. <laughs> Hawkeye okay. is going to get going Hawkeye. at some point. I do. So. Guys, what's a Hawkeye love? Hawkeye's great. Hawkeye, yeah. the character is great. Jeremy yeah. Renner's a big fat weirdo. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to yeah, whole... but Kate Bishop's coming in, and Kate yeah. Bishop's great. So I listened to a whole podcast about his failed app. 
Did you know he had an app? I did not. Jeremy know Renner. Yeah, you can you can download. It's called the Renner Files. It's <laughs> it's done semi tongue in cheek, but the whole thing is true. Where he had an app that got infiltrated by trolls and ran everybody out. <laughs> <laughs> and so he had to had to post uh, uh, a whole big thing about certain people have taken over my app, and now I have to shut it down. You uh-huh. know? And they they had uh-huh. like traditions like Happy Wren's Day. And it was, oh, it's the worst. <laughs> no. it's so cringy. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I'll still watch it. Who am I kidding? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm with you. And I was like, there's a while there. I was like, I'm going to cancel this because why do I have this? Because there's nothing new on here. And yep. Uh, and then the Mandalorian is just so good. Right. And then so they, they start advertising that. And it's like, well, okay, I'll stick. Yep. So. so. All right. Any other closing thoughts or are we good? That and give me more DuckTales. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. <laughs> All right. We'll come back after the guitar noise with some recommendations. You're listening to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network, home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal, providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening. That's going to be fun to edit. (laughs) That makes when we hit the table, just for those playing at home, when we hit the table, (laughs) it get a lot of reverb. (laughs) So when you're trying to make a point. Anyway. (laughs) All right. So now we're going to go through things we've been paying attention to this last two week period. uh, And then we have a special note afterward. Who wants to go first? Steph's going first. Okay, I guess I can (laughs) I can't remember what... One, two, three, not it! <laughs> you know, after 60 episodes. <laughs> well, I've been watching New Girl. How is it? It's very funny. Okay. It's it's like on par with uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine funny. Really? Yeah, right. there's even a crossover between Brooklyn Nine-Nine and New Girl. What Be- character? Uh, all of them. Really? The, the, the captain, Jake... Um, a Boyle and his son, Nicolaj. <laughs> Nicolaj. <laughs> yeah. They appear on New Girl, and then I remember there was a New Girl cameo on Brooklyn Nine-Nine, too, last huh. season or a season that. ago. But um, it's, I, I just was like, I've been binging and trying to take my mind off stuff. And Gee, what could you possibly be taking your mind so off much, of right now? So much. <laughs> um, but it, I like Emily Deschanel from Bones, you know, so I thought oh, yeah, I'll sure. check out Zoe. I liked her in Elf, you know, so um it's great it's hilarious and the characters really come into their own as the first season you know moves along and 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 then they just you know i'm in the sixth or just starting the seventh season and now they've all got their own inside jokes and everything and it's (laughs) it's it's just really great it's it's i highly recommend cool see i have this weird thing with jake johnson which is i watched one movie he was in and i can't stand him which one is he? Uh, he? Or Jake, Jack Johnson, Jake Johnson. Who's the, the guy who was in Drinking Buddies? Because I watched that movie and, and it made, is he me, Schmidt? made no. me nuts. Uh, I'll look it up. Yeah. 
please, please hold. <laughs> Mike has said a name what, that is not Sudeikis? the right name. No, no, I love Jason Sudeikis. Okay. Um, he was in Drinking Buddies, wasn't he? He was. There, okay. No, Ron Livingston was in Drinking Buddies. Well, maybe I'm thinking of a different movie. This is the. the if only there Joe's... was some online. Dad oh, name. Nick Mill. Oh, yeah, he's he's really good in this. Nick, that he's like. Um... What's the actor's name? So I didn't screw it up. Uh, it's Jake Johnson. Jake Johnson. Okay, I got yeah. it. Right. He was the voice of Pe- of the fat Peter Parker in Into the Spider Verse. Oh, sure. That dude. I- anyway, I watched. He's Drink- hilarious in this. Yeah, I watched Drinking Buddies and just hated his guts. Oh, hated that him. guy. Okay, Could sure. not stand uh-huh. him. And then my sister had to bring me around. She's like, no, that's not the only thing he did. Watch other stuff. I'm like, oh, okay. So now I've come around on him and think he's he's pretty good. But just like his behavior in Drinking Buddies maybe want to drown him in the ocean. Set that aside okay. if you ever watch New Girl. And <laughs> you'll appreciate him in this. And maybe it'll soften your view. Well, it's been softened. Buddies. It's been softened. Spider-Man went a long way to that. <laughs> so New Girl. New Girl. Yeah. Cool. It's on um, Netflix. And then I'm... Um, my daughter and I are thinking of starting a podcast where we Do make each it. other watch stuff. <laughs> I would listen to the heck out of that. <laughs> well, I'm making her watch Lucifer right now, and she loves it. So there you go. That'll be in a topic. Cool. We just need a name. Think of a name for us. <laughs> we have two blogs on Tumblr. The fighting Romanskis. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the fighting Romanskis. That sounds pretty good. Actually, um, I kind of like that. I if do. You disagree on things. <laughs> we like to share funny stuff we or find on Tumblr. Or the battling Romanskis. No, yeah. the fighting Romanskis. The fighting, yeah. The fighting Romanskis. That's pretty good. So I have a blog called Hey Kid Look at This and she has one called Hey Mom Look at This and so we can share stuff to it. Romansky the Stone. <laughs> I have never heard that before. I love it. Uh, I hope that's not it. Oh god. Okay. <laughs> Oh my god! I All right, Chad. What, what, true, what, true Romanskis. Uh, what else we got? Uh... Oh my gosh! Oh no! All right, what have you been doing, Chad? Uh, saw the first four episodes of Truth Seekers. Oh yeah, which with is, uh, yeah, uh, Peg the, and Frost. Yeah, Peg and Frost. Well, they're behind the scenes. It's both of them, but in front of the screen, it's mostly Frost. Okay. And uh, so far, so good. I'll say um, it's sort of a. Uh, uh, reality kind of a ghost hunt cryptid he uh nick frost sort of runs this as he's like a cable cable repairman and um there's also like an overall evil plot going on behind it all and so far it kind of reminds me a bit of the plot from halloween 3 (laughs) (laughs) season of the witch which is a little weird but no it's it's like i said so far so good i'm enjoying it and i'm gonna finish it and where is it Oh, it's Amazon Prime. It's an okay. Amazon original, and so I'm really enjoying that. And it's one of the things too. And it's like it's it's like only twenty some episodes. I don't know what it is. Old, my attention span has gone to hell. And it's like it seems to me the shorter the episodes, the better I do. But uh, and then also uh, for those going through a little post mortem Halloween blues, uh, I got a good uh, ghost story movie to recommend called Lake Mungo. You ever seen? Yes, this? I I haven't seen it, but I've heard of it. Oh, it's it is because the thing is, it's like it's like a bona fide ghost story, and I don't mean that it's real, but it feels real because it's sort of this fake documentary kind of thing where this gal drowns, and it kind of comes back and haunt you know the family, and like the more you dig and the more you find out, the more uncomfortable everything becomes, mm-hmm. and you're kind of looking in the looking at the wrong thing through the whole movie, and then it, and then at the end they kind of make the big reveal and it's like and then it just it it will absolutely break your heart at the end mm. i was like almost crying at the end of that movie because it, it's it's just really good highly recommended uh that's streaming for free on prime right now and uh 
it's one of those movies too and it's, it's really bad because i think it was like uh it's one of those eight film horror fest ones and the, and the cover art is totally misleading and so it's, it's one of these things it's like misrepresented misrepresented and kind of lost in the shuffle and um uh, it's and it's really good and so highly recommend that lake mungo cool all right i yeah. think i have recommended the podcast hit parade on this show before if not it is a just impeccably researched deep dive into the billboard top 40 right so he will uh, chris Mal malampi is the name of the guy who does it and he will do a whole episode on yacht rock or on uh uh what exactly constitutes a one-hit wonder or these sort of things right mm. and he did an, a whole episode on jim steinman now, hey! I hate Jim Steinman, oh, except, except when I love Jim Steinman. Okay. He's like an ex that you go back to even though you know you shouldn't. Because, let's face it, the guy has written some of the dumbest songs I ever created. I think there is nothing more awesome than Jim Steinman committing felonious assault on a keyboard. <laughs> that is the greatest thing. Yo, Bad Out of Hell, Meatloaf, that whole album, and yes. the Streets of Fire yes. soundtrack. Are you kidding? Did he have a hand in hand in Streets of Fire? Oh, yeah. See, I wasn't aware of that, but I also wasn't aware through this podcast I learned he wrote um, I Need a Hero from Flashdance. Okay, sure. He wrote um, Hulk Hogan's entry music <laughs> for years. That have, you ever, I am... have you ever seen the guy? <clears throat> he looks like a little troll. It's oh, pretty that's funny, awesome. actually. So, okay. Yeah. But, okay. It's a fascinating two-part thing on Jim Steinman and like his entire run because it's like he did Bad Out of Hell. It went great. He and Meatloaf got into some legal fights. It didn't go great. He wrote... There was a time where he had six songs in the top 20, like just from a bunch of different people. Like yeah. he wrote songs for Air Supply and uh, who was it that did the Total Eclipse of the Heart and all those sort of Bonnie things. Tyler. Bonnie he, Tyler. Because he wrote all those, right? And then he and Meatloaf got back together. It was a whole thing. But one thing they didn't mention in the podcast and that, do that. Yeah, Sorry. and that I happen to know and that is my recommendation this week is that he wrote a Batman musical. Did you know this? I did not know Jim this. Jim Steinman wrote a full musical about Batman. <laughs> but I'm intrigued. And nobody picked it up. They looked at it and it like made it almost the previews, but not quite. <laughs> and it is so, so bad. I don't like, care. <laughs> I'm going to play for you a song the Joker sings okay. uh, from my phone here. After the commercial? Yeah. Sing it. We are not amused. Let me put it to you this way. It's the Joker. I'm in. 100%. Wait, wait till we get to the hook. Oh, no. Buffering. Keep playing. Damn it. Boo. <laughs> anyway, the hook is, where did he get those wonderful toys? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not, not going to work. Sorry. Anyway. I mean, anyway, we gotta Jim, get you on the Wi-Fi password. Yeah, <laughs> everyone, look up the Jim Steinman Batman musical. I'm sold. I'm it's still singing in my it's pocket. Still, ah, it's still going now. Yeah. I'm so excited about it. It's it's great. I'm hooked. Where can I see the whole thing? Well, the whole thing is online. Okay. Like including the. Uh, uh, well, then cat... what are we still doing here? Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, including the Catwoman uh, witnessing Bruce Wayne's parents' murder and then singing a song about it. Oh, just the. Woo. Anyway, <laughs> sounds awesome. I'm in. <laughs> and that's gonna do it for this week. So the Atomic Weight Cheese will be back in a couple of weeks. We do want to bid a in-person farewell to Steph. Bye, Steph. Oh we are still continuing to do the podcast, but you will be. 
heading across the country. Mm-hmm. In three days. Three days. <laughs> or four, depending dun, on the movie. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, wish me luck through Iowa. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Go, f- go fast. So I was in, yeah, let's forget about Indiana going that way. Oh yeah, Get oh yeah, Illinois. We're almost there. Oh, in Iowa, Indiana. drive during the daylight. You don't want to be in Iowa at night. Drive oh. through it in one day. <laughs> yeah, we're hoping to make it to Chicago for his night. Yes, there I think go. that's a fair goal. So, yeah. but we will still be doing the podcast. Yes, awesome. As soon as I learn how to do it long distance. (laughs) (laughs) It may be you recording it on your nifty little toy there. That's all right. I got it. So cool. (laughs) All right. So thank you for listening. We'll be back in a couple of weeks. This is the way. Happy trails to you until we meet again. Happy trails to you. Keep smiling until then. The clouds that we're together. Just sing a song and bring the sunny weather. You've been listening to the Atomic Weight of Cheese, where cult cinema is real life and real life is frequently cult cinema. You can visit our website at theatomicweightofcheese.com, follow us on Twitter at AWOC Podcast, see us on Facebook at facebook.com slash atomicweightofcheese. Or shoot us an email at atomicweightofcheese at gmail.com. We love your feedback.